RNZ business editor Giles Beckford is in the studio. Kia ora, Giles. Kia ora, Max. The, super, the New Zealand superannuation has taken a big hit. It has indeed. This is the uh, National Superannuation Fund, and it's fallen 7% in the past year, battered by global financial markets, inflation and rising interest rates. The value of the fund fell $3.3 billion to $55.7 billion. That's for the year ended June. And the previous year, it had a record gain. Its passive investments, which make up about 60% of the overall portfolio, were down 14%, but this was cushioned by the performance of its actively managed investments. The downturn comes after financial markets have had their worst six-month stretch in 50 years. The fund's chief executive, Matt Winneray, says despite that shrinking over the past year, the result is still strong. So that may sound a little odd. What we've seen this year is an extremely strong uh, value-add performance from the uh, from the team. So we've outperformed the, the passive benchmark by more than 7%. So that's really significantly uh, buffered the, the result uh, against that very broad market downturn. So while we've while we're down around minus 7%, uh, the benchmark is down more than 14%. So that, that's, the, that's the bit we're talking about when we talk about a, a strong result. Matt Winneray says financial markets are entering a lower period of returns, and it's too early to say if the worst has passed. And since its inception in 2003, the fund has returned about 9.7% a year. The economy continues to be challenged by resource constraints, but is expected to have grown in the second quarter of the year. So second quarter growth figures are released on Thursday. Expectations are that the economy grew 0.8% in the March, on the March quarter. That's less than half the most recent Reserve Bank forecast. ASB economist Nathaniel Keel says the economy's been slowing because of labour market constraints and softer retail spending, which is slowing growth. We're expecting growth to wind up up about 1% to 2% over 2022 uh, compared with the kind of 5.5% lift that we saw last year, so quite a bit slower. Um, at the moment, it's really capacity challenges that have kind of been the biggest headwind for businesses. You know, they're just not able to get the resources or the labour that they need. Um, but there are quite a few other kind of challenges that are increasingly starting to have an impact as well. So some of those quite painful cost pressures that we're all familiar with. ASB expects GDP rose 1.2% in the second quarter, but uh, Nathaniel Keel says there are plenty of uncertainties which could surprise on the upside or the downside. The Green Building Council says the higher initial costs of building low-emission buildings will be outweighed by long-term benefits. A study commissioned by the council claims constructing new homes and large offices with significantly less carbon emissions would add $147 billion to the country's gross domestic product by 2050. The study assumes new houses and offices are low emission from 2025 and near zero emission from 2035. Council's chief executive, Andrew Eagles, acknowledges higher building specifications will cost more, but he says households will improve their bottom line in the long term. There's a massive economic benefit and the creation of the equivalent of 46,000 jobs. And what's important here on the jobs front is that uh, in, in the just transition, as we move away from fossil fuels, uh, we need jobs for people to move into that are going to be low carbon uh, and beneficial for our societies we move forward. So instead, you've got jobs in... Uh, delivering healthier, warmer, lower carbon homes, which are going to sl- slash the cost of living for, for Kiwi families. 
and you eagles of the Green Building Council. When demand for hotels is on the comeback as Airbnb operators crumple under the weight of increasing regulation and taxes. A report by Colliers International indicates a significant decline in Airbnbs and motel accommodation, but rising demand for hotels in areas outside of Auckland. International Hotel Property Group, ProInvest, is among would-be investors looking around for development opportunities in this country. Its chair and chief executive, Ron Barrett, says Airbnb has grown to be a big business for some, and operators should be subject to the same industry standards and regulations as hotel and motel operators. There's more people putting buildings on Airbnb, entire buildings. So they become like hotels, want to a better term but they don't have to conform to all the rules and regulations that we have to in fire life safety and everything else. It's now got to that size that governments are now having to do something about them, quite rightly. Ron Barrett says New Zealand's still one of the world's most desirable tourism destinations and the driver of its plan for growth, which has seen recent opening of two hotels in Auckland and one in Queenstown. We'll start of a new week, see how we're looking on financial markets. I'm joined by Brad Gordon of Hobson Wealth. Kia to you, Brad. Good afternoon, Jos. How are we looking for the local share market? Well, it was a quiet start after that strong lead from the US, but um, since Australia's opened, we've seen a bit of a gain for the NZX50 Growth Index, which is currently up 52 points at 11,810. The big mover for the day is A2 Milk up 25% or 4% at $6.47. That's after receiving read registration for its China label product in China. Elsewhere in the market, uh, Auckland International Airport is up 5 cents at $7.75. Contact Energy down just 1 cent at $7.94. Chorus down 18 cents at $7.77. Fletcher Building up 2 cents at $5.61. Heartland unchanged at $1.83. Fisher and Puckle Healthcare up one cent at $20.21. Infratil down six cents at $9.28 after a very strong week last week. Uh, Mercury down two cents at $6.14. Meridian up seven cents at $5.02. Main Freight up $1.07 at $74.57. Spark up three cents at $5.48. You mentioned a strong opening in Australia. How's the uh, precise numbers looking? Yes, it's a strong opening with the S&P ASX 200 up 68 points at 6,962. Minks and Majors, BHP is up $1.07 at 39.16. Commonwealth Bank up 67 cents at 96.21. CSL down 78 cents at $297.90. And West Farm is up 14 cents at 47.42. What's the currency looking like? The New Zealand dollar is buying 89.26 Australian cents. 61.13 US cents against the Japanese yen at 87.37 against the Great Britain pound sterling at 0.5266 the New Zealand trade oh, sorry the euro at 60.74 and the New Zealand trade weighted index at 70.7 which gives us interest rates oil and gold the 3 month bank bill rate at 3.61% 10 year government bond rate at 3.93% uh, Brent crude at $92.15, that's US dollars, and spot gold at 1716 US dollars. Thank you very much. Brad Gordon from Hobson Wealth. A couple of other items of businesses, as Brad was mentioning there, uh, A2 Milk getting a big lift in the market today. Sinlay Milk, which makes the infant formula for A2 Milk, has just had its uh, registration to produce infant formula renewed. 
That has obviously flowed through to A2 Milk. A new registration process is being introduced in February. A2 Milk says they're working with Sinlay to ensure they comply with the new rules. And Genesis Energy has appointed the head of Christchurch Airport as its new chief executive. Malcolm Johns, who's been at the airport for nine years, will succeed Mark England, who leaves next month to head New South Wales electricity distributor Osgrid. That's business for now. News and numbers updated for you at around half past five in Checkpoint.